It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions of our own we don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience about going to a concert sober. And this episode 199 of the Effective Characters Podcast. Let's go! Woohoo! Yeah, beat you, <laughs> beat you to it, sucker! Uh, <laughs> fine. Dennis, Dennis, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you can't be in the recording studio that is now mobile with James and I. That's okay. Mine's better. We'll see about that. So, uh, so do you want do you want to start, Dennis, or do you want to uh, to close close out the last seven days? Uh, I don't care. Okay, why don't you go and then I'll go and then James can. Okay, last seven days I finished cat sitting. Um, I say that cat litter is super heavy, right? So like every time that I cat sit, I like I like to make sure like. The litter pans are like extra clean, so I like throw away all the litter and put new litter stuff in it every time my cat sit. But like they have four cat litter pans, right? And they're like pretty big. So like each like I use one garbage bag for each one and they're each like a couple of pounds. Like it's like a workout to empty the, the cat litter pans. So yeah. Other than that, my week has been a normal week. I had a pretty rough day yesterday for I have no idea why, but I feel better today, so that's good. Um, I discovered that there was two seasons of Billions, the show Billions with Paul Giamonte, uh, two seasons that I hadn't seen that is on Showtime, that I can watch through Mike's Paramount Plus app. So I've been, last few days, I've been watching that and catching up on Billions. So that's cool. Other than that, I don't know. I cut my hair. You did? Completely off? It's a mohawk. No, I don't have any hair in the middle to make a mohawk. But... No, I had been growing it out for a while just because of laziness or whatever. And then I cut it. So now it's shaved again. You could call it you could call it a hig hawk. Ew, that sounds horrible. Like a- sounds like something you find in Vermont. <laughs> Vermont. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... I like I oh. like that. So yeah, I James goes. Oh, wait, I got to get the Paramount Plus. Uh, you have to log in, too, don't you, James? I'll have to give it. Yeah, well, well I'll, I'll give it to you again. Who's, whose login are you under, Dennis? 
yours. Yeah, but who's like who's are you watching under? Are you looking under Abel and Luke's? Yeah. Okay, good. That, yeah. That's the they, one you told me. For whatever too. reason, because kids nowadays, they only like, or at least these kids, like on YouTube, and they play Fortnite. Like, that's it. So yeah. any of the streaming kids. stuff, like, they don't watch any shows. So yeah. I'm like, what a waste. Because I'm Yeah, I asked... I ask my nephews whenever a new Marvel thing comes out, I'm like, oh, do you watch, uh, did you watch uh, Miss Marvel or She-Hawk or whatever? And they're like, oh, no, what's that on? And like, oh, it's on Disney Plus. Y'all have Disney Plus. Like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Like, they don't watch any of the streaming stuff. It's literally just YouTube and Twitch. It's almost like the streaming stuff nowadays is what the old cable used to be. Where it's like, oh, yeah. unless, like, so the young generations, they're not watching anything. Yeah, not really. They'll see the odd movie every once in a while. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Uh, it's sad. Makes me sad. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy watching that. Are you bummed out that you're not a part of the uh, road trip that James and I are on right now? No. I'm happy for you. I hope y'all have a blast. Um, I'm I'm happy sitting in my room playing Minecraft. Uh, especially after, like, yesterday I was like, just, it just sucked. I just felt sick. And I wasn't really anxious. I was just feeling sick. And I forced myself to go to Publix and, like, the gas station and stuff. And then after that, I'm like, that was way harder than it should have been. Like it, so I am not missing like going on a road trip to Tampa right now. It's one of the songs. Oh, I, it's one of the like, songs. That's why I said it. <laughs> Cut your head. <laughs> uh, oh, I wish this never ends. Don't forget that as aliens do exist. Mm hmm. Mm-mm. It's true. It's never aliens, dude. It's nah. never aliens. We're staying together for the kids. <laughs> That's another song. Okay, my turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking, Dennis. Uh, th- things are good. Look, a dude right I was going to, but <laughs> you kept naming. <laughs> you kept naming songs. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, that's fine. You know what? Why don't you just take some time and ride on a carousel? Oh, God. Maybe. Who knows? How uh, was your week, Mike? It's pretty good. You know what I realized? I, I, I've never felt like more of an adult. I kind of talked about it last week moving into a new house. I had to set up landscaping and a fertilizing company and everything else, and that was cool. And also, um, my fiance Becky, and I are hardcore co-parenting uh and being like uh adults having to now that all the kids are under one roof have the same rules for all the kids so anytime even though olivia is only five and this has been a tough thing where she's still she sounds adorable when she says things but sometimes it's sassy and i have to make sure that I don't listen to how she's saying it. I have to listen to the words she's saying because I told her like, Hey, this is your room. Now you have to take care of your room. And she says, I will. And I said, okay, it's really important. 
And she said to me, do you know what I will means? Which, if a teenager <laughs> says it, it's a super bitchy thing to say. A five-year-old says it, it sounds cute. But since Becky's oldest is 11, that is not, that not an okay thing. Because for him, he will think that it's fine to say that because she's saying it. And so I've had to be like, no, none of that. None of that. And like this past weekend, I had to punish her a little bit because she was saying stuff like that. And I don't feel bad about it. There are some parents that are like, uh, they feel like garbage that they have to do it. Honestly, I think I would feel like garbage if she was a tween or a teen and I didn't correct it now. And it came up later down the road because you only have so many years as a parent where you're, you know, trying to work on those behaviors so they don't spring up, you know. And uh, so I'm like dealing with some of that. But I'm glad that I have the opportunity to, you know, that I can actually be there. So that was the big takeaways that this past week, I feel like a like an adult more than ever. I'm getting ready for my mother is coming to visit. She's going to be here. Uh, actually, when this episode releases will be the day that I am going to be surprising my mother with a trip to Magic Kingdom and spending the whole day in Magic Kingdom. She has not been there since 1994 when we went. So I was 10 and she has no idea that, uh, you know, thanks to James being an incredible friend, we're going to be able to go and experience a once in a lifetime for many no, like they're never able to get to Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of people that see the commercials on TV and never get to experience that. And as you guys know, uh, we're fortunate that we get to live in a place where people spend thousands and thousands of dollars in their life savings to vacation. And we can go anytime we want, you know. So I'm thankful that uh, I have an opportunity to do that. I'm hoping for cooler weather, but I, I don't think that would be realistic. It's going to be hot as the Dickens. So it'll well, hopefully uh, it'll rain for you. Yeah. It's always it's, nice it's, when it rains. I, and I'm hoping it does early and then cools in the afternoon. Cause I think we're planning on probably spending a good chunk of the day, um, out there like early mid morning, I would say straight through to the fireworks if we can. So it was pretty good. Um, and I think that's it. I mean, I, the the big takeaway this week, I think, tool in the program is a lot of gratitude that the life that I have today, this is always what I dreamed about. And I don't think I shared back in 20, what was it, 2019, my daughter was one year old. I just remembered I went to go see a psychic and the psychic told me that I was going to have more kids in my life but they weren't going to be biological kids. And I always thought at that point that that was going, and I don't really believe in psychics, but I think it's funny that maybe it was a God shot putting that out into the universe that now being in a house and being able to be a uh, fatherly like role, how great that is that I have three kids and they're kind to each other, you know, and they play really great together. Um, it's a life second to none. So I'm glad that I can participate in it. So that's it, James. Well, um, 
we're getting ready to open the new restaurant this week. And um, my son has done five days so far. Um, and he's, he's doing a good job. And it's cool to be able to spend some time with him. Um, I went back to CrossFit today. You know, it's been about a week and two days since I hurt my ankle pretty bad. So uh, I was able to, they tailored the exercises for me. So it was a little less stressful, uh, but it was nice. I was able to, you know, keep moving and get some exercise in. Uh, I didn't go to the gym this morning because I slept in by accident, but I needed it. And uh, I'm really excited about going to Tampa. Speaking of cat sitting, we, we stopped by Louie's house and we were um, feeding and watering the little cat. We just sprayed it with a hose. It did not like it. <laughs> Why did you spray it with a hose? Because he said to water the cat. Yeah, that's what we did. Oh, my right God. So, um, yeah, it's doing good. Uh, <laughs> was, was that Louie, our friend Louie? Yeah, Louie. And- I thought they moved. No, Dennis, maybe if you go to meetings, <laughs> you'd know that. Jeez, Dennis. <laughs> My bad. I hadn't seen him for a while. No, he, had, he decided not to move, so that's kind of nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. But other than that, uh, everything's good. Uh, my ankle is still very sore. I've got a, a brace on now, a compression sock and a brace, and I am just keeping it... Uh, all wrapped up because it's sore and I don't want to hurt it again. But did I it change to... colors? It did a little bit, yeah. There was some bruising and stuff, but everything's okay. Everything's okay. I was I prayed for supernatural healing, and I think a week, <laughs> I think a week of um, healing is all I needed. So now I'm just taking it easy. So yeah. Now you're ready for the mosh pit. Oh yeah. We're definitely mosh pitting from the very, very tippy, tippy top of uh, the, the Amelie or Amelie Arena. I, don't, I still don't know how to say it. I don't know. Whatever. And this Let's is gonna call be, it the Ice Palace. It's going to be good. We're going to be in the Ice Palace. He's never been there before. The only thing we're hoping is to crowd surf dangerously to the very front because we're at the top balcony. So if we crowd surf, we're going to have to pray. The people below get the heads up, pun intended, that we're falling to potentially our death as we're going from the balcony all the way to the bottom. What do you think the odds that we survive, Dennis? A hundred percent. Definitely do it. hundred percent. He doesn't like us. He is <laughs> mad. He's mad that we're not. So uh, this is a topic that just really made sense. And I, I know there's a lot of people that, myself included, I did not know if I would be able to enjoy life without a drink or a drug when I first got sober. So if you've already done these things, you have many years in sobriety, congratulations. You probably have some tips that have worked for you. But there's a lot of people that I know that I've been friends with that have 15 years in sobriety that have never been to a concert sober. They don't trust themselves. They don't think that their higher power apparently wants them to stay sober at a concert. And it's too much. Um, And I know, Dennis, you've gone out of your comfort zone. You've been to Thailand. You've also been to at least one, 
concert in sobriety, right? Yeah. Yep. So maybe talk about like how you, uh, your experience there and any tips that you have to get people feeling uh, like they fit in at that place, like they can go and do that. Yeah. I remember like I used to go to a lot of concerts. Well, not a lot, but like I've been to a, a good amount of concerts in my time in Tampa where I grew up and spent my most of my drinking career. There's just concerts all the time from like local, you know, rock bands to like arena tours and stuff. Um, so I've been to a lot and always drunk, you know, I'd go to like festivals and stuff. And like, we were almost there more for the party than even seeing the shows, you know? And, um, I remember one of the last concerts that I saw before I moved up here was actually, it was a nine inch nails concert and they were on tour with, uh, Jane's addiction. And I think it was Saul Williams, but, um, this was like right around when my anxiety and like that kind of stuff started happening. Like for the first time I was, uh, I don't know. I was in my twenties at this point. And I remember going to the concert. It was at the, uh, the amphitheater at the fairgrounds. I, I don't know what it's called now, but, uh, they had this little hill mound that was in the back. Right. And then like that you can go just sit on, and then they had like the mosh pit standing area or whatever that was in front of the stage. And I went with a group of friends of mine and I don't know if I had drank the night before. I probably did because I was drinking like every day, but I was just not feeling well. I was really anxious. I was in that like kind of frozen, scared to move kind of like phase of it. And I was there with my girlfriend at the time and a group of buddies and I sat on that hill and like wouldn't move from the hill and en- and enjoy it. And so I watched like all of Jane's addiction from there and everything. And eventually, like my friends kept trying to like, oh, come down and enjoy it just for a song. You know, it's awesome. It's fun. And then eventually I drank a beer and that like washed it all away. And I enjoyed the rest of the concert drinking you know and that was kind of like the way i dealt with that like stuff then you know and you know i remember going to concerts and not even remembering the concert at all because i was so drunk like i had seen nine inch nails i had seen nine inch nails once before that on their with beef tour but i went and saw them the first time that i saw them i got like so drunk it was uh i think it was at where you all are actually going to see blink 182 right now and I got so drunk that I kind of blacked out and I like don't really remember it. I remember more seeing their release concert footage like DVD and remember like, oh, I kind of remember that light show for that. But like not at all. I didn't really enjoy it or whatever. Um, 
you know, fast forward getting sober, I obviously remember a lot of things and then can be more present and enjoy things more. So the I think the only concert I've been to in sobriety, I went to one that Mike was uh, working at. It was a country show that his station put on. And there was like Lady A was there and a couple other people that I don't listen to or whatever. And I'm not a country fan at all. Like, you know, there's a couple of songs here or there that I like, all right, that's a good song, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, But I went with, you know, my sponsor, my friends, uh, James and his wife were there. Our friend Jazz from London was there. And we went to the concert sober. You know, obviously it's a packed arena show, like tons of people. And I was actually, I enjoyed it. I was able to enjoy it, be present. I remember it. And it was a completely different experience, um, sober. And that's one thing about, I guess, sobriety is that you can kind of enjoy things that you normally would put your nose at it because you come a little bit open-minded. But then also remembering the experience and the people that you were with and stuff is a lot easier when you're sober. So I, I guess the tips that I would give if you're going to try out these new fun things sober, like going to concerts, going to theme parks, doing whatever, going on vacation trips, is if you're worried about it, take one of your newfound friends from recovery with you, you know? If you don't know how to have fun sober, find someone in recovery that's having fun and go up to them and be like, Hey, how do you do this sober? You know, you want to go to this concert and show me how to do it sober. You know, I think that's one thing that my sponsor is really good at. He's really good at taking newcomers and taking them out to go on like a bike ride or to a theme park or to the movies or to dinner and show you that like you can still have fun and be sober with. And I think the more you do that, the more you realize that like those memories of that funness last longer. So like, you know, I'm thinking about the concert I went to sober with the people we went to and like, that was a good time. And I'm able to relive it where I think back on the times that I went to that first nine inch nails concert. I can't sit there and re enjoy it and remember it. Cause I don't, cause I don't remember it. Cause I was drunk, you know? So what do you guys have to say on it? Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, no, I can uh, I can completely identify with the the Nine Inch Nails show. Man, there was a lot of times where I just made a complete ass of myself um, because of my job. There's been times where I have been working events and been completely trashed. And the there's one in particular. That I know, and this was towards the end of my drinking ones that I worked. There was a show that I was putting on and the anxiety, the stress and irritability was unreal. And I knew that any days that I have to work towards the end, the beginning, I was able to focus on work and be okay with working and being sober and the clock and I'm done for the day I can have a drink towards the end 
it got so bad. I was putting on a show and I was way over my head. There was way too many people. There was so much I was responsible for. And I was able to get through it. But I remember that there was a spot towards the end of the day because it was a like a couple thousand people there. I was in charge of many employees and my when for loco was first introduced she's like she's like hey uh i you know so my friends are here we got you a four loco i do you want to like have have it and the feeling of relief as soon as i was able to have it so that way i could enjoy myself and that's what it became that i needed to enjoy anything so going to a show I like there's many times and it made me so nervous because I seriously thought I'm going to have to change up my job. I'm going to have to get a new job, everything else. And if it wasn't for my first sponsor saying, you know what? Why not see, don't make any major changes the first year. Keep me on speed dial. Like Dennis was talking about, use the buddy system, you know, make sure if you're working an event, Tell the bartender, the person in charge, hey, I'm not drinking tonight. So if anybody buys me a drink or anybody tries to, I'm not just, you know, tell, you can just tell them like, oh, yeah, yeah, so it's okay. Like, and that he's not, he's not drinking. So to make sure that you have somebody and you can do that, honestly, like James is a bartender. I don't know. I'll be interested to see if he's had that happen. Um, where especially probably more with like Disney when you worked at the pool. But if there was a situation where somebody's like, Hey, I'm not drinking. I don't want any of it. Cause I was told that it was very common. And in Vermont, when I got sober, I did that. And they told me, yeah, that it happens all the time where people aren't drinking and they essentially for lack of better term, like out themselves that, Hey, I'm not having drinks, so don't serve me any. And I've been able to thoroughly enjoy myself uh, going to shows. Now, I would be lying to say if there weren't some uncomfortable moments, uh, especially working in country, like working country concerts. I've had many times where I've said I'm not drinking and there's been different people that are like, no, we're doing shots. You're having one. You're definitely having one. And I've had to like walk away. And I know that that is up to me and my higher power to know that he gave me feet so I can actually move away from whatever situation. If, you know, if I didn't have a higher power, I don't know how I would make it through those things. You know, maybe having a buddy there, but it's not up to anybody but me to prevent me from putting alcohol in my body if that's what I want. Right. So I want to stay away from it. So I'm going to make sure that, that I, I abstain from it. You know, um, you can, you can very easily just have a glass. Usually what I do is I like Red Bull. If you don't like Red Bull, you can get just a soda or you can get a water and, uh, put a lemon and a lime in there and you will easily be able to fit into any situation because you will have a beverage in your hand. So if you're around friends that don't know that you don't drink, 
you and they do a cheers. You could just cheers a water with a lemon and a lime, you know, and be able to make it through. Or you could say, no, I'm not drinking. I'm driving. Yeah, I'm driving tonight. You know, it's funny how many times that I would be driving back in the day. And I was still I would never use that as an excuse. I'd be like, you know what? As long as I don't have more than two or three drinks an hour, I'm good to go. <laughs> you know, or I'd be like a shot is really only like one point five ounces of liquid. So that's not really a full drink, even though the alcohol per volume is enough. Um, and now I can go anywhere. I can do anything. And I think it's important to know that, uh, you know, having a reason to be at the show is if you like the concert, you like who you're seeing, that's enough reason to enjoy it. Also online, uh, my first sponsor was a fish head. He was a massive fan of fish. And the band is known for having a lot of fans that are pot smokers. And there would be a group that it was in between the different sets at the concerts. They would have a sober group that would get together and they would have a chance to meet up. And that's how they would spend their time. You know, they would uh, like connect and they would be like, all right, see you in an hour and then come back. Because usually there's like an opener a middle, you know, performer, and then the headliner, which was Fish. So he's like, you can look up online, sober at whatever concert, Blank One A Two, and there might be an area just like if you're on a cruise ship and they have friends of Bill, they have that at concerts where there's sober people that will meet up, and you actually have that crew to get together. So, like, how fortunate are we uh, to have it and be sober in this day and age when Bill and Bob? They didn't have any of that stuff back in the day. So, you know, if they wanted to go to a Beatles show, they would have to de- deal with, you know, hammer teenage girls. Just, <laughs> you know, rock, rock, putting up their rock fingers for Ringo Starr or whatever the heck. You know, I think that's probably what they did. So that's it. That's enough out of me, James. So he gave me the, the mic right when we were passing Dinosaur World. Whoa! Yay. Have you ever been there, Dennis? I haven't, actually. That's crazy because uh, you use, live so close to it. So. I've passed it a million times, and when I was a kid, I used to want to go there. And then I found out it was just like paper mache dinosaurs, and there's not much there. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm used to going to Disney World, so, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. I was like, if Dinosaur World is anything like those dinosaurs on the side of the road, I'm good. I'm good. And no, that's exactly all it is. And in in Tampa, there's a a museum called Museum of Science and Industry that I actually seen real dinosaur bones and stuff there. So that was way cooler. Well, you know who else likes fish? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And I stay close to Jesus and I do okay. Um, I thought about the first concert I ever went to. I was probably 11. It was an MC Hammer concert. And I wasn't you drinking at that time. And I Wait a second. Really wait a second. Let's pause this. You saw MC Hammer live? Yes, I did. That's kind <laughs> of amazing. Yeah, that was my first concert. And then fast forward to, I don't know if it was my, it wasn't my first concert, but I think it was my first concert where I got so drunk i don't remember it and that was blink 182 pennywise and no effects nice 
Oh, was wow. A, what a, a show. It was a punk rock concert, and uh, it was in Alaska, and I got to meet the band and everything, and I was, you know, I, do, I was definitely not old enough to drink, but that didn't stop me. And uh, it's quite fitting that I'm going to another Blink-182 concert when I'm over. And um, I believe in the book it says that, uh, in our big book, that, you know, once we're cured or once we've um, completed the steps and we've got a higher power in our life, we can go anywhere and do anything as long as we have a good reason to do so. And we don't have to be scared of anything because we have God on our side. And um, I have not gone to any secular concerts except for one and that was in downtown Orlando my my father said hey my friend's coming there he's going to be playing a show he's a rock he's uh he's a christian but he's also a rocker and uh he's going to put you on the guest list and i was like well how do you know him he's like oh he's my bartender <laughs> so i thought <laughs> that was that was funny and then when i met him he was a cool guy the concert was great but it was like ridiculously loud. Like I couldn't enjoy it because it was so freaking loud. It did not make sense to me. I was like, yeah, something's wrong. Um, but afterwards, my ears were ringing. I went up to him and I, I talked to him and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I got to meet you. I've, I feel like you're my long lost brother. You know, I, I watch out for your dad. You know, he's, he's down to one pitcher a day. So he's doing okay. I was like, well, that's good. Thank you for looking out for him. And um, I found out that when my dad had a heart attack, he was the one who called the paramedics. So that was really cool. Oh, wow. I think about the other concerts I've been to. They've all been Christian concerts. So I'm for the past six years, I mainly like 90% have been listening to Christian music because that just it's so uplifting and I can connect to it. And it, it just works for me. And there's so many different types of genres of Christian music, like rap. Uh, there's music that sounds like U2. There's punk. There's everything. So I just find what I like. And I've gone to concerts and, you know, I've, I've never thought about drinking or drugging at a concert. Like for me, it was, I drank everywhere. It didn't matter if it was a concert. I could be babysitting or walking the dog or watching TV, it didn't matter. Before work, I drank because I needed to drink. So once I stopped and I had a higher power in my life, a concert is just one other thing. Like I didn't associate it with it because everything was associated with drinking back when I was sick. Uh, but I am well now and I, I look forward to enjoying this concert uh, with one of my best friends in the world who I've been on this journey with for the past six years. And uh, it's exciting. And I packed a little cooler with water and drinks and little um, snacks. And I'm, I'm happy. Uh, we're going to stop at the casino. And we're going to just, you know, play for a, a couple hours just for fun. Because um, I, I talk about it all this time. So I think it's cool that Mike is like, Let's stop because he knows I like it. So he's, I know he's stopping for me. And uh, I don't get out to Tampa that much. So I think it's kind of cool. And uh, I don't know. That's what I got. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you, James. It's, yeah. uh, 
it's a, it's a pretty sweet thing to be able to, you know, trudge the road to happy destiny. I think I butchered that, but like for real, this life is second to none. Like my, my fiance is probably sick of me saying it. Like I always, I always look around and I'm like, can you believe this? And she's like second to none. Right. And I go second to none. Like we are always winning the gold medal if we want to. Right. If, if I think about it some days, I didn't even make the medal stand. If I want to make the medal stand, I will always pick up the gold. It is up to me to decide what medal I'm getting. You know, so oh, the casino's right ahead. You can see it. We're gonna, we're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> oh we, we're no. Gonna wrap, we're gonna wrap up this episode so we can go <laughs> hang out with, with our friends. Hey, I'm gonna put. We're it. just going for the Hard Rock Cafe. That's burger. it. The That's burger. it. Uh-huh. Experience, strength, and come on, baby. Right. <laughs> don't don't trade one addiction for another. <laughs> Shut up, Dennis. Dennis. Shut up. Oh, uh, you're a fool, Dennis, and we love you. Um, so that's uh, that's another good episode, Dennis. We're gonna put it all on black for you. We're gonna let it oh, ride, baby, let it ride. No snake eyes, no snake eyes. We want snake eyes. What do we want? I don't know. I've never, I don't know. We've never planned that. We're gonna. I don't think they even. Before. They don't even have roulette at that place. I don't think. Oh wow, that's sad. Now we know. Now we know. Okay, good. Slot slot machines. Sports betting and poker, I think, is all they have. Hey, hey, what game? Oh, do people, what game do people play at a casino if they have a salivatory problem? Droulette. Try again. Sure. That okay. was nothing. <laughs> you're really, you're really bumming me out, Dennis. We'll poker. I barely time. know her. <laughs> We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 200. That's great. We are the defective characters. It's highly ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, what's my age again? What's, what's my, my age, age again? again? Na, 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 na. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> all right, tell me what you think about me. I'll try to argue or hold it against you. You know what? <laughs> Oh. Nerds. <laughs>